Welcome back to the Tour 12 podcast. What is up, Cody, the producer man? Not much, man. Just uh, trying to wrap up another week in the we've uh, office here. We've been off a couple <laughs> weeks because we've been kind of slammed, and, and we had to cut this intro three times. Yeah, because he... Me, <laughs> me saying welcome to the show. <laughs> he was like that gum micro machine. You remember those commercials <laughs> no, that... You, I don't watch TV. This was like when I was a kid. You, you, you might have been a teenager then. We couldn't afford cable back then. <laughs> <laughs> that guy talks so fast. He he comes on. He's like, man, I'm ready for pockets. What was up? Sound like a dang squirrel. Eating. Well, I didn't mean to. I was just fired up to be back on the show, man. <laughs> it's good, I've man. Been it's missing it, man. We have been. Man, where all have we been? We've been all over the place. We've been to. Uh, Reminds me of a song. Texas a couple times. Yeah. Been to Nashville. Yeah. Which was really fun. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I hung out with Adam and the Well, party. we did do a podcast from you know, from yeah, Nashville that from was Nashville in a cool studio. Then we uh hung out with our crew from Do All Outdoors and Jurassic Rock. Speaking of getting ready to head to Utah. Yeah. To play with Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be the normal shoot, but it's gonna no, be incredible. I'm I'm pretty excited about that yeah, one. Yeah, we're heading to a mine to blow stuff up. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I've never been to Utah, so that'll be a good experience, too. You Have know? you thought through this shoot through yet? Oh, I've been like thinking with, about it every night. Like, how are we going to do this without getting hurt? That's what I was just <laughs> fixing to say. Like, what's that called? Like, shrapnel or something? Yeah, we probably need to rent some, like, uh, 600-meter lenses or something, millimeter <laughs> lenses. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So, that's coming up towards the end of the month. I guess you just set it, record, and go get out duck. Of the way and duck. Bunker. <laughs> Yeah, bunker down, and hope your equipment down. doesn't get screwed up so you can film the next day. No kidding, that because that could like there could be some yeah rock paraphernalia hitting the windows. <laughs> That'd be bad. <laughs> I'm sure though. I'm sure that those guys who do that, it's probably pretty controlled. I would think so, but they're not used to having guys like us on the set. <laughs> I bet we have to wear hard hats. Oh, that's gonna be entertaining. I'll look great. <laughs> You look the part, man. That long old hair, long beard. I'm wearing overalls. Until you start brushing your beard. I ain't scared. I'll brush. Listen to this. Can you hear that? (laughs) Probably not. Guys, okay. So while we've been away, Heath has started brushing his beard. That's because it's out of control, man. It's because you're weird. It's all over the place. You ought to see this thing when I wake no, up. What's, no, no. Well, I mean, I, okay, whatever. <laughs> but what's weird is I'll be over on the other computer with my back facing where you're working and totally focused, like hammering out something on the computer <laughs> website, <laughs> promo video, fortified cotton seeds brand film, whatever. And the next thing I hear is... It's the weirdest thing. Well, it's because I I just don't know if there's something in there every now and then. I gotta <laughs> knock it out, or I mean, like if I eat chips or anything, man, it's they, like it seems like I have leftovers. <laughs> and, so does your wife still not love it, or um, is she coming around? She's fine with it. She thinks it's a little weird when she wakes up and I'm combing it in the morning, too. <laughs> but it's because it's going north, south, east, and west when I wake up. <laughs> so it's like all over <laughs> it's the place. All over the place. You just need it before you go to bed. You need to stick it in the ponytail. I can do that. I know. I'm just saying you but should probably do probably that. That'll probably like make bad creases. I can't get out. And he'll probably cut the hair or something. I'm not like the typical beard 
connoisseur i guess like a lot of beard people are they're yeah. so serious about their beard yeah um maybe i should be if i'm gonna have it well you've already but, got beard products well that's just because i thought i'd try to see what happens with it i don't yeah. know that it really works have you been using them well yeah but i don't i mean it's just like do you do you have a well i guess you could probably use your wife's or daughter's straightener on your hair <laughs> Your no, beard hair, straighten no. that sucker out. Ah, this beard represents me well right now. <laughs> it's a little bit wild, a little that, bit out there. This is it's definitely it's entertaining at uh, all times. All right, so this is what's funny. This has shifted from. Have you seen my garage? It's kind of like my beard, <laughs> my my mind, my mind. Yeah. To have no. you seen my truck? <laughs> it's kind of like my mind too. Have you seen my beard? <laughs> well, that's what happens, though, in the creative world. There's stuff going everywhere at all times. Oh, 100%. That's just the way it is. And I like it like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know. You might just write Come a song. Come on, a great just, idea. Just because you want to write a song someday, because you, you think you can, even if you can't. Yeah. You just never know what's going to come out of that thing, whether it's the truck, the garage, or the beard. <laughs> or the mind behind the scenes, you know. So it's a lot of fun. I like I like a little bit of on edge. Yeah. But no, my wife's kind of, she's kind of adapted. Um, the deal is, is my kids don't want me to cut it. Yeah. I actually asked Shane while we were in Nashville. He's got a long beard too that, that owns Do All Outdoors. And um, we kind of look, it's kind of scary. We kind of look like distant brothers now. We really but do. I asked him the same thing and he said, man, ever since I went here with my beard, my kids do not want me to ever go back. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of weird, but I'm, yeah. they just get used to it. I think it's because they, like I guarantee you, if and when I shave, it's my wife's gonna think she's like sleeping with another man. <laughs> Aaron doesn't like it when I trim mine short, but I struggle because like some days I want to grow it out, but once it gets to a certain level, it's like, and then I trim it too short. It's called patience, Cody. Well, this is a game of patience. This is not one I have patience for. <laughs> I can understand though, as a kid, I can remember. My, my dad had a mustache most of my life growing up, and one day out of the blue, he come in with it gone after like 16 or 17 years of this. Did you cry? I freaked, dude. <laughs> uh, so I can guess I can get it once they yeah. get used to seeing you every day, all, yeah. not all day. But yeah, you me. would look different without a beard now. I even see pictures now from a year ago, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. You look like a chance. <laughs> That's what I feel like. <laughs> I'm not sure what I look like now, but it's a different version of the chance McFly. <laughs> what the heck was that? I don't know. Now, I think you need to start get you some use some of your beard products and t- tune that uh mustache. Oh, I can out. definitely tune it. My mustache will go down past my chin now. If yeah, I pull it, but you I need can, to do that. I mean, you should go like I'm into pulling the- it up right now past my eyebrows. <laughs> You need to do some beard competitions. And no, them guys are serious, man. They are serious. They would call me out on split ends and stuff so fast, I'm sure. <laughs> and probably, you do not manicure your beard properly. I, they, you know, those guys, my wife, she does tourism for, for the city we live in. And she actually was at an event in some other state where a beard competition was going on. And they actually bring these things into cities, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so she talked to a lot of those guys, and it's serious. Yeah, they don't joke around. Like, they've actually, some of those guys are actually authors that have wrote books with, like, postpartum depression after you shave and stuff. Really? It's a real book out there. That ain't what it's called, but it's something to do with... Like, it really messes people up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Well, because you look like a different person. Yeah, you look like a (laughs) douchebag. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if, I'm saying if you've seen yourself all day, every day in the mirror, and then you walk in one, then you're like, ah, who's that? <laughs> he gonna hurt me. 
<laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> He's I, not so scary. I've been I've been married. I think uh, I don't even know. I, mean, I should know this, but like we've been together over twenty years, and um, and it's gonna be dated three, so twenty something. And um, anyway. <laughs> I should probably know that a little, yeah. little tighter. But your your twentieth anniversary was last December, so you know it better than I do. <laughs> and uh, but the only time I think in our marriage I was ever clean, a hundred percent clean shaved, was when we got married. Yeah, on your wedding day. Yeah, and then you grew it out. That right was a after. terrible idea. Like, <laughs> why don't people just be who they are? Like, why could, why didn't I just go like this? Did you have a beard before that? No, not like this. So probably. I mean, I always had scruff. You know, just yeah. Why are we even talking about beards today? Because <laughs> you were brushing. You said, listen to this. And you brushed your beard in this the is, microphone. <laughs> this is the, you're hearing the delirious from the studio today. We're, we're worn out and going delirious, obviously. We've, we've been pumping out a lot of work over the last. You really have. I mean, between travel, stuff that we have to have done because of deadlines, um, just all the uh, all the extra stuff, you know. Somebody emailing, "Hey, can you do this by then?" Like, in, like, like thirteen hour. minutes, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, yeah. You build uh, me a website tomorrow. <laughs> no. Yeah. But between all, you know, like the whole gamut of things, conference calls um, that we have going on, we've been pumping out a ton of work. And so on Friday, we typically record on Fridays when we're in the office. But on Fridays, it's like. Dang, we just finished up the day. If we don't go home now, it's going to be 7 o'clock, yeah. you know, and so we try yeah. to. It's like every day we look at the clock and we're like, yeah. it's already 3 or 4 o'clock. Yeah. It's what happens when you're grinding, Which man. It's good and bad, I guess. Like, it's good that you don't notice the time, but. I would much rather it be like that than feel like I was twiddling my thumbs. Oh, yeah. Because then. It's a long day. But I think if that was the case, I think we would probably find something to do to fill the time. Oh, yeah. You know, and that was fun enjoyable i agree man and so all the work stuff's been going on then i know at least for me i've been um every time i get an opportunity to be at the farm i'm at the farm after hours um, yeah i've been thinking about starting to go in the mornings but i don't want to jack my deer up they're used, yeah they're used to me in the evenings right now so, so so just to go in the mornings to bush hog and all that stuff or no just to go watch. just just to be out there but i don't want to jack them up so we we should this is what we should do one morning, maybe next week, when we record a podcast, we should go to the farm, like early in the morning, and from the blind, do we're, the. We're not. We're gonna be whispering the whole time. We're not jacking up. We the shut the windows. Yeah, but they ain't gonna hear it. Yeah, but I might start combing my beard, and you might start laughing, and then we done screwed the whole season up. <laughs> maybe the windows will. Keep, but it'd be cool to be on a podcast. But look at that. You know, well, we can do that. Let's try it sometime. There'll be something come out. Yeah. It's been, uh, so you've been going to the farm in all your extra time. Yeah. I've been, you'll never guess what I've been doing in my extra time. Let me guess, working on your house. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a delirious. Oh, oh Lord. I, somebody, Macy, I think it was my daughter said the other day, Hey, what are we going to do with this dad? And I said, we're going to burn it. We're just going to burn it, burn it down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so tired of it. I don't blame you. Man. But it's almost over. Almost there. About six more months. Yeah. Hopefully not. I'm just kidding about that. It's um, it's been a while for sure, man. It's a it's a chore. Just you know, this is the first farm I've owned. It's a chore just keeping it up. Yeah, and looking good. Yeah, know, just mowing alone. Yeah, and it ain't like I got a ton to mow, but we ain't got a ton of time. Right. And so between that, I did start cleaning out for the new pond as well. I'm gonna be putting a pond in. 
and um it's interesting man how animals get used to tractors and yeah this and then, i mean we see that everywhere across the country when we go places and a lot of people actually access their blinds i know mark does sometimes with a tractor because they're used to they're it. used to it they don't freak out about it but i come out on the on the mini x the other day when i was doing a little digging and a deer standing out there 40 yards in the field and I drive right by her. She she checked up and smiled at me. <laughs> Went back to eating clover, <laughs> and I'm like, "Golly, if this was October, and she'd have just popped her head up, she'd have been gone." Yeah, it seems like it's almost like they know season comes in. Yeah, it would be way. interesting to see. I, I mean, I don't think you'll probably be out there on the tractor when season's in. <clears throat> Would be my guess as much, not as much, but it would be interesting to see if they, if especially the does, yeah, still kind of have that same protocol with you since they're so used to tractors in the area, the area where you're at. Yeah, uh, we're gonna find out. That'd be awesome. You can park your tractor up the up the road and just drive it in every yeah, day. And leave yeah. your truck. Yeah, they're they're used to that. Just just anything that's typical and normal, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't freak out at a tractor when you drive forty yards from them. But if you drop an arrow off your wrist and it just clicks <laughs> yeah they're gone something different <laughs> you know, sure. something shocks them so yeah um, and you've got some good deer showing up out there i do man for where we're at we got i got three sure enough dandies mm. that are showing up we got i got a lot of deer matter of fact b told me the other day he said i don't know if i've ever seen so many mature deer on one piece of property i think part of that just goes back to it's it's evidently been pretty low pressured um the the surrounding you know landowners around us don't have a ton of hunting pressure i think some of them let a couple of my grandkids hunt a little bit most of them are farmers that don't give a rip about deer hunting which is part of why i like that property right (laughs) you know and so uh and then there's nobody else close anyway really doing anything from a food plot standpoint providing food source yeah and so that's really what's been a game changer, I think. I think yeah. we saw that. I think I saw that firsthand at the, at the 43. When that's what it. I was about to say. Just mm-hmm. the fact that they had a, they knew there was a consistent food source there yeah. <clears throat> that was going to be maintained. Yeah. Not, they probably weren't thinking, man, I can't wait till the cook comes back. But, right. <laughs> but yeah, well, they well, knew they that yeah. there was, you well, know. I think that's something just to, you know, that I've learned over the last several years is I, when I was growing up, we, we always did plots, but it was always fall plots. And I really never started doing spring plots until four to five years ago, probably. And and I, I credit a lot of what we've seen on the 43 that we had and now this new property to, to providing spring food plots as well as fall plots. Right. Just because it's, it gives them awesome food source year-round. Yeah. And, and it's, it's working, man. We're seeing more big deer than we've ever seen in Arkansas right now. So you grew up hunting in South Arkansas, yep. and you did fall plots there. Yeah. Did when you did fall plots, did you see uh, increase in traffic well, because of the fall or not really where we were in South Arkansas? The deer population is so big. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you hunt down there, you know how it is. Well, that's it's that's what I'm getting at. Like, we see deer all the time, but none of them are very big. Oh, no, we didn't, and we didn't manage it like. Like, we didn't even run cameras back in that day when we were growing up. Yeah. So, if, what you saw is what you saw on a hunt. Yeah. You know, and, and based off of rubs. Yeah. And and just deer sign in general. Yeah. In general. So, um, I, I don't really know. We didn't watch it close enough and hard enough back then for me to really, and even hunt it honestly enough. Yeah, to know. To know if it was really having a huge, I can tell you, I don't believe it. I mean, it probably helped some, but it wasn't. There's not a ton of giant deer in South Arkansas. Like, anyway. Like, I mean, if, if you see a 130 or 40-inch deer kill down there, 
somebody's done something you feel right like, you know it's like well i'm trying to figure time. out a way in south arkansas to set where we hunt apart because yeah. there is so many hunters down there like that just go and shoot whatever they see right so if you can where we're at if you can kind of create like some sort of small habitat where they don't travel too far yeah you know, well, that, it might then, be beneficial for us to go down there and do spring plots next ab- year absolutely. and see what, you know, that might be a good test for it to see what it does in that kind of environment, environment. where yeah. there's a lot of. I think you'd see a difference. Just, I mean, I know for us, it's been a, it's been a huge recruitment tool. I feel like to our property. Yeah. Cause we got, I've got a ton of pictures from January when we bow hunted in February, a little bit of season that was left when we bought the property. Um, and I've got a lot of game cam picks from then, but I don't recognize all the deer that we have now mm. by any stretch of the means. And so I attribute that 100% to the recruitment process that's taking place. Yeah. I got to look at it like college football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go after him, man. You want a, you want a stud quarterback and a stud linebacker. At, uh, go for it. And you need a really good kicker, too. Yeah. And, and I got all three this year. So <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. And then I got a whole bunch. I mean, we've really got a lot of uh, probably – um, on the 80 we're pulling them to right now, probably 15 to 20 different bucks. Mm. And three of them are, are wall hangers for where we're at. Yeah. And, and then there's probably three to five more that might not ought to walk by the tree either. <laughs> it's going to be pushing it not to shoot yeah. them. You know? And then there's a bunch of smaller deer and up-and-comers. Right. You know? So it's been fun to watch. It's a good problem to have. It's a great problem. Especially right? in Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. So – it's been fun, man. We got the the new reveal cell cameras out there, which has been a, a lot of fun as well. You know? I like that picture you put on your store yesterday about how quick the trigger speed. Yeah, I've had a lot of caught people that ask bird. Me. That's yeah, pretty cool. I've got a ton of bird pictures like that that just yeah. caught them mid flight coming in. You know, yeah. And so, I'm, I, actually, I may do a review on them later. I guess I can do a podcast one now. But I was honestly, I've asked some people. Some people's asked for some reviews, and and I've been I've had multiple messages on giving me some honest feedback on the camera because right. of course we do marketing for them as well and so I'm, I'm careful to say you know you want to say it's a great camera and all that but the, the truth is you want to test the product before you go out right. there and speak on it mm-hmm. and so i feel like i've had it in the field long enough now to truly give some some great feedback on it mm-hmm. um i absolutely love it for multiple mm-hmm. reasons um number one it, it legitimately is probably the easiest setup cell camera there is on the market no question number two it is the most cost-effective game cam, cell cam on the market for $99 at retailing. Yeah. And so, which is ridiculous. So just those two instances alone are, are already ahead of what the cameras I was using in the past. Because even, let's just say everything was identical as far as the camera goes. I'm still money ahead. I can put three or four cameras out for what I was spending on one right. pro- previously, you know? Yeah. So that's a win alone right there. I can run more cameras. Um, yeah. But then, but all, all kidding aside, the, the image quality has been great. The the cell service, and I'm in a pretty rough spot where, where we're at, I get maybe a half a bar of service. We're in the mountains. And so service is really sketchy. And um, in, in the, even in the spots it's sketchy, I'm still able to get enough service to get a picture sent to me that's know? pretty now, cool I, now i do have a few spots that's just absolutely zero service that they want they yeah. to send them because there's no service right but um just comparing it to my phone when i'm on those in the weak spots i'll have probably two to three bars where i have a, a bar or half a bar on my phone so uh-huh. from that standpoint it's been really good too that, that is good because there's a lot of guys i mean i <clears throat> i have never owned a cell cam right one because i don't own land so I, and i don't have you know necessarily a place to put it and then two 
down in South Arkansas where we hunt, there's zero reception, none, you know? And so it would be, it'd be, I'd be curious to, to take one down this year just to at least see, we'll go down a couple of times before, um, opening day, you know, just to kind of scout it out and see what's down there. You know, it's really at this point for us, there's so many guys hunting down there that it's more of a time for us just to get with the family and the kids and absolutely light a fire and cook some, you know, some burgers and, you know, and then whatever we bring home is a, a, a bonus bonus but um if we could if we could scout it a little better it might change the way because we have a lot of access to a lot of different places to hunt but you know when you're only down there a small amount of time without that then, yeah you know you, so that have, might change it for us do you have a few spots you get a little service um there there are a few spots and it seems to come and go so like i said it'd be really interesting especially i think i found the honey hole of of all of the places that we hunt oh yeah a couple of years ago i walked and walked and walked and found a good spot yeah and um <clears throat> in fact i've i've killed a deer every year down there right. since i found it that's awesome um but I, the service comes and goes there so i would be interested to see if i could put a camera right yeah. there and make Worth it a shot for sure heck yeah it's addicting man like like I mean, it's it's really the first thing I do when I wake up before I even open my eyes. On <laughs> he comes in the office the other day. He's like, "Hey, Cody." <laughs> I was like, "What in the world?" He's like, "It's a good day." <laughs> I said, I did, "What in the world are you doing?" He's like, "Got some new bucks on the phone, <laughs> just like that." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" He's I probably did. been up since four a.m. I was actually late to work too because I got hung up on the pictures. It was just like one after another, and I was like, "Oh my." gosh i love life that's hilarious and, uh, yeah i did i come in chirpy so it's I like nine I, o'clock i was so like I, man we're still trying to wake up over here what are you <laughs> i think i had been up early that morning so i guess if i come in real droopy that means the there's no deer night before it was terrible <laughs> hey cody <laughs> i forgot i did that. I, was, I was happy man you are well i think it's because you know you Going back to all being halfway serious, you put so much time and so much work in in a hopes of it doing what we're seeing now, but you really don't know yeah. until, I mean, obviously, I think B said it one time, he said, if you ain't got a 180-inch deer in the area, you ain't killing 180-inch deer. It's just a fact, you know? And so we don't know what we have until we start doing stuff like this. And so to kind of start seeing it pay off and at least have them, then obviously it don't mean we're going to get one of them. I bet you we're going to try pretty hard. Uh-huh. But... But at least we have them there, you know. And, right. And and I'm in a pretty low pressured area, so hopefully, I have uh, a greater chance. Yeah, whether we kill them or not, though, they'll still be around. Hopefully. Right. We're going to keep food source there for them year yeah. round. Food plots have been huge for us, uh, mainly because we can't bait until. I mean, we've obviously been big Big and J fans for years and use their product as much as we can until here in the last couple of years they shut it off until October before you can start putting it out so food plots have been huge for us um where we used to you know keep feed out year round now we just obviously keep food plots out and mm-hmm. and to be honest it's probably more cost effective too probably more cost effective and in some some degree it probably feels a little more natural to the animal oh, anyway absolutely. you know and so it kind of a level of defense you yeah. know drops that for them to yeah know. it's just like them getting out there in, in the woods and looking for acorns or whatever they yeah. browse around that stuff and mm-hmm get in there with it so it's been fun man i'm super pumped for season to get here and i'm planning on being the tree i don't care how hot it is we're gonna be in that tree opening day i like it and hopefully slinging an arrow i like it that's something so Mm. 
Gonna be fun, man. That's mm-hmm. that's just part of what we've been doing. So we've got a lot of work going on. Too much, to be honest. Let's 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 not go to work yet. Let's talk about deer some more. What do you want to talk about? Have you ever done urban hunting here in Russellville? I got a funny story about that. Yeah, because yeah. I want to hear it. Because so where I we just moved where I <clears> lived before, it was a lot more wooded. So I had several spots I could just yeah. you know jump in a tree right out of the house if I needed to. But we're now in the city. Yeah. And right behind us, there's like 120 acres that's all woods. Yeah, and so, so I'm so, going to try to contact the guy and, and get the urban license yeah, and all that to go stuff. Shoot and get the but, urban license, but then you also got to check the boundaries for the urban areas to make sure you get the right ones. There are specific areas. This is my funny story. It was actually a game warden story I had a few years ago with a buddy of ours. We know he he come up opening day. Dude, I had three shooters in this one spot on the hillside right behind my house in the middle of town was pumped as i've been almost as pumped as i am now i'm probably more pumped now because <laughs> all right so which house is this this was before we built where we're at now. okay okay so, good <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um we get up in the tree is me and my buddy we call ricky bobby and he was filming and uh opening day and i had two sets in one spot for i was ready for whatever wind was right. coming he's going to hunt it and so i get up there and after about an hour sitting there and these deer are on the clock man every day they're in there and so here comes this old boy walking up and he says you boys hunting <laughs> of course there's me and my, we were painted up in the whole deal cameraman in the tree i was like no man we're just hanging out <laughs> like really <laughs> give me a break and um he said he said you boys got permission to be here and i was like yes sir we do i had written permission the whole deal and uh, so he turned around and walked off. Well, his house was right below the property. It was on a hillside right below the property where we were hunting. And so 15, 20 minutes later, I hear a truck pull up down below the hill. And um, I, I told Ricky, I said, somebody's down there. I, I assumed it was probably called a game warden or something. So yeah. I got down out of the tree and about halfway down the road, a game warden met me. And he said, what's up, Heath? And I said, what's up, man? He goes, I got to ask you, you got permission to be here? We got a call? And I said, yeah, I do. And he said, well, you got written permission? And I said, I do. It's in my hunting box. He said, well, let me see it. So I walked over there, got the written permission out and showed it to him. And he said, bud, you're good. Get back at it. And so we left and went back and it was jacked the whole hunt up. So yeah. I left. Well, he called me that night and he goes, Heath, I didn't even know this myself. He said, but you're just over the boundary of where it was designated to and he didn't know it either yeah and so that was my lesson learned from that was just make sure and check 100 percent the boundary areas because i thought i was in it right i was just i mean literally like walked over it barely oh wow and so anyway we didn't end up hunting and after that man i just i didn't I, yeah now brandon and daniel our buddies have killed some nice bucks mm-hmm. urban hunting here yeah i hear that there's some good bucks up where i'm at yeah you know kind of behind the house and i don't even know if the guy will let us but i'm sure you're gonna ask it'd be worth it Heck you yeah know? be awesome so so yeah so on top of everything going on we've also still been playing with music (laughs) we have a little bit it's gotten a little more serious though (laughs) in a hurry yeah i think we did tell people on the podcast that one of the songs did go before machine records big machine records oh yeah and there's still there's still a lot of talk going on about how (laughs) fake real we are Who are these people? <laughs> yeah, so we, we uh, how far do you want to go into this? I don't know. I mean, we're just kind of catching up with all the people that listen. So, I so mean, this is if we're not working and we're not at the farm after hours, we're either writing music or 
I mean, music that's not real. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like we're playing real guitars and <laughs> real lyrics, real lyrics, but the music is not just real. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> the CD covers, I mean, all that stuff. It's it's legit, but it's not. Yeah, so I I, I think uh, it has been entertaining to say the least. And we literally the the one of the tracks went in the studio with legitimate. Um, studio musicians that are unbelievable <laughs> a producer that's unbelievable yeah. um with tons and years of experience in nashville and just the the whole country music scene and so it has come full circle to the first track has been cut vocals recorded as of yesterday yesterday, yesterday. and this thing's gonna happen yeah I don't know if I should be excited or nervous or I mean I don't really care either way because it ain't real. <laughs> but it's kind of there. It's kind of at that point where it's all about to come. It's all out. it's all in or not. Yeah. And I just go back to whether people like it or not. I mean, we're having fun and entertaining ourselves anyway. Right. And I will say though, what's been fun is we've ran we've ran a few of the tracks by some of our closer um, people that we know will shoot us straight and the feedback's been awesome so mm -hmm. far it really has and I think I think part of it is and and people will have to understand this as we get farther into it that we are just having fun like yeah like we're not trying to make it in Nashville and make it on <laughs> we're not trying to get a record deal <laughs> we might create our own record deal who <laughs> <laughs> got signed by fake live tour or fake fake well, live records fake, fake live records <laughs> fake live tour band but everybody's gonna be like i need to get on that label how do i do that i don't even have to go anywhere <laughs> i don't have to sing in front of people yeah so that was uh kenny our producer one of the first things he said when he heard some of this he said dude i promise you right now you're fixing to get some calls for people want you to come do some of these parties and trade shows and uh, events <laughs> And I said, Kenny, I'm gonna be honest. I said we're probably the first artist you've ever worked with that ain't trying to get a gig. <laughs> He's like, really? I'm like, no, we're really not. Man. It would be kind of fun to relive the old days and get up on the stage well, and I'll rock a guitar. You, after being in the studio and hearing what I heard from our buddy Jeremy and and what him and Kenny have put together. If those jokers will go with us, how man? I might think about it then. Because well, he actually even said that when he was like, "I just want to be a part of the fake yeah. band." If you do it, yeah. And uh, so who knows, man? What's going <laughs> to happen with it? But we've had an absolute blast writing music and music that's not real. I mean, yeah. We probably should mention that if you are a bus driver and you're looking for a job, we might. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> For the fake bus? For the fake bus. <laughs> you don't even have to go nowhere. Yeah, really. I mean. You can just be the driver. Great gas mileage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hybrid. Oh, golly. <laughs> That's hilarious. So anyway, it's been very entertaining around here the last two weeks and super pumped about deer hunting, super pumped about work, expedition enterprises. Mm -hmm. Man, I, I, I think I tell our team every Friday um, – how awesome it is to work with a legitimate team that everybody's got each other's backs. Everybody's trying to help. It really makes the workflow a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Even though we got more than we need to be trying to do, probably it still makes it fun to be a part of a, a unique team that it's hard to find that man. Oh yeah. I mean, it really is. And I would say that even in the outdoor industry, especially because uh, it is a, a self-serving industry. Yeah, so I was just about, about to say it seems like most people are trying to one up the guy that's yeah, got that's absolutely. got their back, mm -hmm. you know. And I don't feel that on our team at all, no. you know. From 
the guy who started it all to the guy who just came on like yeah. it's it feels like everybody's there for everybody you know yeah. and um whether you need to give honest critique or um the attaboy you know yeah. it just feels like everybody's like dude we the family yeah you know? We're the family. and it is it's been fun to see man fun to be a part of and i'm, I'm not nervous but i'm i'm curious where it's going to be a year from now yeah <laughs> just well i can tell you where it's going to be a year from now where? um if we don't hire some people <laughs> <laughs> we ain't we ain't gonna have a podcast. <laughs> There'll be no more time for podcast. We're gonna make time for podcast, man. We're gonna make time for three things: podcast, hunting, and music. Not necessarily not, in that order. Maybe not in that order. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Oh yeah, so, I am right. I can call it right now. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you are creative and you have any skill set at all, and you're interested in moving to Arkansas, <laughs> we really need a couple guys to move to Arkansas. But all kidding aside, send us like your work. Send us a portfolio. Don't tell me you're a video editor and you don't have any videos to show. Yes. We've already had that a little bit. Don't tell us you're a photographer and you ain't got no portfolio of any photography work. That's a bad business move. Like, yeah. Go build you a portfolio. Sure. You know? And so, My daughter wants to get a job at Chick-fil-A. Did you know that Chick-fil-A does not just, you know, like you go to Walmart and fill an app or well, yeah, Walmart or McDonald's and just fill out the old application. Chick-fil-A requires a resume. Really? Yeah. That's great. I thought that was a great I Mace was telling me about the other day and they they started working on on one and I was like, That's uh, that's such a great life skill that they have to learn to work at a fast food restaurant. <laughs> you know, like that sets them up for success, I think. We but, ought we ought to fill out an app for somebody and build i I've never even built a resume. Oh, you haven't? No, but let's build one. Okay. And be like a hunt. We write fake music. <laughs> Will you hire me? <laughs> Just see if we even get a response. I'm guessing we won't. We'll get on LinkedIn <laughs> with that profile. No, I think uh, I, I think there's some. It depends on the line of work, obviously, because like for me, your resume don't mean a whole lot of things. Right. But for some companies, it's obviously very, yeah. very ne- you know, necessary. Right. Well, but, all I was saying is, you know, for me that that puts a little bit more. Um, effort you're putting more effort oh, into yeah. getting that job and in our line it would not it's not necessarily the resume it's the portfolio right. that is your resume that yeah. you took the time to organize your photos so somebody could see it you put together videos in a place that somebody could find it you know like all those things and i you know that's what that's all i was saying is whatever it is if it's portfolio or resume you putting in the effort to get yeah. to sh- to show you actually want the job will actually benefit you in the long yeah, run. You know, for sure. Yeah, it's a uh, it's cool. Chick fil A does some things well. Yeah, I agree. When you can when you can only be open six days a week and all your competitors are seven and you outperform them. Yeah, I was reading somewhere the other day. You know, most uh, at least in Arkansas, I don't know about all over, but most places um, businesses are are open but not like to come in right. and dine in in our town you can go into several restaurants i don't know about fast food i haven't really been to a whole lot of them but um chick-fil-a i have been through their drive-thru and it's still drive-thru only 
Oh, really? No dine-in. Yeah. But I was reading somewhere that they're putting so many people through the drive-through in you know short, short, short amount of time. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. I've been through. They got tents set up now and foggers and misters or whatever they are. Yeah. Keeping their keeping their crew cool and all that. That's pretty cool. Hey, speaking of bucks, um, our boy Cleed's out in Kentucky scouting for himself and the rest of the team. B and uh, and Matt, I forgot who all's going, but. Uh, B and Cal and some of our crews been hunting out there every year, and dude, they got some nice bucks on camera, video. Yeah, I like saw not, them. not just game camera, but filming in the evenings and mornings, and um, that's coming up here in September, and it's pretty intriguing. Some of the bucks they've got on camera out there. So, Cleet, if you're listening, well job, son. Well job. Well <laughs> take, job. Take well a done. Bow. Well done, son. Job. <laughs> hey, you know what's well done, <laughs> job. Well done. I said it wrong. Well done job son there we go <laughs> well done i said well job son <laughs> hey, so the way you said that made me uh think of the karate kids you ever seen that movie oh yeah my kids watched it the other night Miyagi. oh it made me so proud so my kids just watched all the back or riley watched all the back to the future she loved them did she really oh yeah awesome great scott marty <laughs> <laughs> That was Hello, a, McFly. Anybody in there? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great movie. A All of them. Oh, yeah. The first one was the best out of, what did they I do, agree. like four, three or four? Three, I believe. Yeah. The one where the last he went, one was with the train. Yeah, the one, the Old West one. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't as good. Yeah, I didn't think it was as good. But, but the, it was worth watching if oh, you've yeah. never seen it. One time. One was the best. What, what's your favorite movie of all time, just Ooh. out of curiosity? Would it be single movie? Let, let's, do, let's do categories. So, like comedy. Mm. I'm, I don't watch a ton of comedy. And I date myself a little bit, some, bit with this one. I haven't watched a lot of comedy. And, and I, I like all that, most of the Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. Um, They're pretty good. I think one of my favorites is Coming to America. <laughs> with daddy murphy yes <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. old school yeah but when they're in that barber shop man and he's playing all the characters yeah you remember that uh-huh, I oh remember. god it's good that's um, funny that's probably one of my favorite comedies I, I if we went if we were to go western probably one of my all-time classics is tombstone i don't know that i've ever watched tombstone shut all the way up through. dude i don't know i used to could quote the whole movie yeah so i, I don't really know if you call it a western it's not like an old western yeah but movie set with like that style of scene i guess sort of um it's not so it's i'm not, not gonna say it. you know you didn't care for it i just hadn't seen the whole thing well it must not have been good to you or you'd watch the whole thing well maybe i don't know you didn't get to where when he says i'm your huckleberry no i didn't get and there he's flipping that shot glass around instead of a pistol to the, oh dude, no it's good no yeah i a movie has to catch me at the beginning right or i'm done well so what's your what's your favorite comedy My, i know your favorite western what um what's that one um broke back mountain <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> have you seen that no well i got a funny story about it because <laughs> i haven't yes listen listen to this story dude this is a true story <laughs> go ahead and call me out you watch the movie i was gonna joke because this is why that story is like <laughs> this is how dumb i am sometimes like i don't keep up with upcoming movies and yeah i just don't i don't watch hardly any television i used to watch a little bit when sports was around but i don't i know <laughs> i have watched yellowstone yeah and other than that i don't hardly watch anything and so um this was years ago whenever that came out i didn't know anything about it this is a true story like and i was just flipping through the 
or at the red box or something whatever back then we still could go rent movies i guess you can you still do red box oh uh, yeah it's two dollars a movie now well anyway i just i've always liked good western so i see this movie and me and my wife sit down to watch it and we get about a, whatever it was a quarter of the way through it or whatever and it pulls up in this tent scene with these two dudes and dude Christy was like, what in the world did you rent? And I was like, baby, I don't know, <laughs> but it's going bye-bye, right? I mean, we shut it off immediately because I had no – but that's how, like, unconnected to the marketing world of movies I was at that yeah. time. And I still pretty am. I really just don't see a lot. Um, I probably should scout out the movie a little better next time. So my favorite Western, you ready? Mm-hmm. The Three Amigos. <laughs> oh, Yeah. It's kind of comedy, yeah, kind of western. That's kind of a little it bit caught, of both. caught my attention. Probably the movie I laugh at the most is Anchorman. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just, I was kind of joking about the Three Amigos, but I do love that movie. When I was in college, I watched it about three times a week. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I remember back in the college days. We, you remember Friday? Mm-hmm. I watched. I laughed at that sucker a few times. <laughs> that's a funny movie. But, yeah. How did we get off on movies? I don't know. I don't either. I it's kind of like your beard. It's all over the place. <laughs> I went to talking about Cleed and Bucks in Kentucky, and you went, how'd you get to movies? I don't know. You said something about movies. Mm, I don't know. I'll, I'll, we'll play it back. <laughs> we'll listen to it later. One thing, this is not today. This is not a leadership podcast no. today. This no. Is, we're just uh, trying to get caught up with our people, man. Yeah, this is catching up on living your passion. I yeah. Think, is what we're Yeah, because we've been doing it in all areas. All like, areas. Um, Jaden, my son, he um, asked me the other day, he's like, he was going to come over and help us do some work. And he's like, Dad, what time are we going to get there? And I was like, well, I'd like to leave the house at like 530 in the morning. He's like, huh? <laughs> you like it. I was like, yeah, I'd like to be there by six if we can. And he's like. I don't know, Dad. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I overslept that day. Yeah. Because the night before, I was working on something at the house until like 1130, so I was really tired. But he said, how long do you work? I was like, well, between work and working at the house, I'm probably putting in 18, 19 hours a day some days. He's like, man, that's stupid. <laughs> I was like, well, it's got to be done, and I like it, yeah. you know? So yeah, at least you enjoy it. I got to have a good conversation uh, yesterday. I mentioned this because we're going to have Trey on the on the show here in the next few weeks. Trey Bowman from the Tomorrow's Hunters podcast did an interview with them yesterday. And we, we actually talked a lot about business and entrepreneurship. And it was a lot of fun, man. Trey is a cool dude. I met Trey uh, Bowman through um, after we won the SB deal. Yeah, on Waypoint. With Waypoint. I did a little, we did a little live podcast and had all kinds of technical difficulties with Instagram live feed that day. And so he called me and he's like, man, I want to have you on the show. After since that one was so jacked up, yeah, and man, he's the, the hunting community is so awesome because I feel like I've known Trey my whole life. He's, he's from Mississippi or whatever, but just through two different conversations and, and that connection to hunting that we all have, mm-hmm. it's it really is like a, a distant family, man. It's not, and it's not always like that, but right. but Trey's one of those guys you want to share a camp with, you know? So, yeah. We got done yesterday. I told him, I said, man, we're going to have you on the Tour 12 podcast here before long. Yeah, that'd be talk awesome. Talk about hunting, talk about their podcast. And they got a great show, interview some big time people. And so it'll be cool coming up here in the next few weeks. We'll set that up. Yeah. That's cool. So well, where, all, where all you planning to hunt this year? Well, we're going to hunt. I'm going to be hunting Arkansas this year. Yeah. That's for sure. As much as I can. Um, we're looking at going back out to Colorado, possibly in 
and it's a cool place there. We you went with us the last yeah. time, but yeah. we can actually hunt in Oklahoma there too. I mean, the, the cabin's right on the line where we can jump. Actually, three states there, but we made us jump to we can hunt whitetail, muleys, or elk. Mm. And so we're going to pick one and go with it at first. Yeah, if we happen to get a harvest, we might switch it up. But, yeah. Um, so we're going to hunt there. We'll, we'll obviously go to Texas. Our father, son, hunt Effie Hill every year. Yeah. Um, we're going to experience a new place in Texas with the Effie Hill boys in South Texas this year. It's in December as well. So looking forward to that. And then uh, part of our crew is going to Kentucky. I would be going to Kentucky, but we're going to Utah to work. So Brandon and Cleed and, and Matt and some of those guys will be out there here in the next few weeks. And then I'm sure there'll be some others pop up possibly. I'd, yeah. li- I'd like to get out to, to the Dakotas with our buddy John. Yeah. If uh, uh, he called a while back and said, if we can make it happen, let's do it. So that would be cool. It's just timing for us, man, and trying to, you know, we have to try to squeeze things in when we can based around our work schedule and our travel schedule already. Right. We can't be gone all the time. So got to give and take a little bit. Yeah. But super pumped about season, man. This is setting up at least from the game cameras this year for our home base. Uh, we've got as much potential as we've ever had this yeah. year. So. Has B had much out at some of his farms? He's got some. It's not what he's seen in the past. You know, he's yeah. killed a couple of studs out there. Right. Um, so we haven't seen the, the absolute monsters out there this year, but there's some good deer out there for sure. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with it. Any more catching up we got to do, Cody? I don't know. I think we've covered it all from <laughs> work, fun, um, music. Music. Just remember one thing, Cody. What's that? The Squirrel Casanova. Hey, I was just thinking that. On, on I just saw way. a squirrel. I know. I saw. Hey, it's coming. It's coming in hot. In a few weeks, the Squirrel Casanova is making his debut. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be hilarious. Hilarious. It'll be <laughs> funny. That was so fun. We got to do more of that. I'm excited. I got a feeling we're going to. Yeah, could you come back from that and all you can think about is music now? I know. I've struggled, but got to get the got to get the grind. Got to do the job. Just for your listening pleasure, um, informationally, I'll tell you, Cody's a really humble guy. He like plays everything, plays keys, drums, guitars. What else do you play? Play the banjo. I've played the banjo See? before, but I've not. I'm not good at it. <laughs> oh, don't no, give me that crap. I've, so you play? Can you play the harmonica? Um. I've played the harmonica before, uh-huh. but it's Don't like give me that. Amazing Grace. Can you I play mean, like the cello or anything? Uh, violin? I, I do have a violin. You son of... What else do you play, dude? I, I don't play it. I mean, I can play a few notes. That's but all I you got two or three and you can write a song, dude. I will. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of things that I can play that I can pick around and figure out, yeah. but... N- you know, I don't know that any of them are going to send me uh, to. <laughs> I, I don't know that somebody's going to say, "Hey, man, we need you to play this on hey, our, our album in Nashville." I bet I know of a fake live record <laughs> uh, label that would probably bring you on. <laughs> 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 oh, I love music that ain't real. It's going to be fun, man. We need to wrap this thing up, man. This was more of just a catching up. We hope you guys are doing well out there, man. If you're traveling, getting ready to go hunting, or whatever you're doing, man. Hope you guys are, are loving life, living your passion out the best way you know how. And uh, give us some feedback, man, on the Tour 12 podcast. DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Or email us at feedback at tour12.com. Let us know some thoughts, man. If you got any conversations you'd like to hear or people you'd like to hear us interview, uh, we're always looking for ideas. And so yeah. Love to, love to have some more input. For from, sure. 
from the listening audience. Appreciate you guys. We wouldn't have a show without you. We're going to wrap this thing up. So until next time, peace out and God bless. <laughs>